can he pitch them deep into this ball game and keep it close? Well, he comes in and gets the strikeout of Karos to end the inning. baseball show welcome to a very special edition we've got a uh, junior at west point uh, robbie buker one of our uh, great players to go through mercer county in recent years notre dame high school alum uh welcome robbie and thanks for joining the show today uh, thanks for having me yeah happy thanksgiving happy holiday season to you i know we're we're filming right before thanksgiving it'll show uh we'll we'll air right afterwards but uh but very special holiday for you, and, and hope you enjoy some time going home to, uh, to see everybody. Yep. Looking forward to it. For sure. So let's get right into it. And uh, you're in your third year at, at West Point right now. Um, let's start with it. It's, you know, it's such an interesting college decision for, for a lot of people that don't fully get it. But, you know, take us through the process of, first of all, you know, when you really knew that you wanted to go in that direction. Um, as far as going to a, an academy school, then the process of what you had to do to get there. And uh, we'll, we'll start with that. Okay. Yeah. So um, it wasn't really always a thing that I like seriously considered, I'd say, until probably my sophomore year of high school. Um, like that fall, uh, Coach Foster reached out to me after you know, we played down in Fort Myers and um, kind of piqued my interest a little bit. And, uh, you know, I talked to my parents about it and, you know, we went up to a visit and, uh, you know, by the next spring, it was really something that I wanted to pursue. Um, I ended up taking a visit to Army uh, that spring and then back uh, to Navy um, later in the, the spring. And it really came down to those two, I think, um, by the end of it. And, you know, from the first time that I stepped foot here, I knew that um, this is what I wanted to do. I was surrounded by people that are very similar to me. Um, and then, you know, just everything further than the baseball program, the, the school, um, you know, the military afterwards, I knew that it's what I wanted to do. And, um, I was fortunate enough that I had baseball to, uh, kind of help me out a little bit, uh, getting in because I'm definitely not, you know, the smartest guy here, but, um, I mean, pretty much from the time that I stepped foot here, uh, I knew it's what I wanted to do. So. You might you might be one of the more modest ones for saying that though. <laughs> you weren't bottom of the barrel at Notre Dame by any stretch. So, mm -hmm. what is the pro process that gets you in there? Because again, it, it, maybe baseball helps a little bit, but but not really that much in the big picture. Um, what what is involved as far as you know? You've got to get recommendations. You've got to be sponsored. Things like that. Yeah, yeah. I probably oversimplified the uh, the whole baseball <laughs> thing, but um. Yeah. Um, it's pretty similar on some ends to applying to other schools. You know, you send your test scores, your uh, transcripts, um, you fill out, um, like personal statements. Um, but then it kind of gets, um, off the rails a little bit. You got to get a nomination from your congressman or Senator. Um, you have to get a medical exam. 
Um, you have to meet with, uh, they're called field force representatives. Um, and then once all that goes through, um, they kind of make their decision. And um, some people find out pretty late. Like I have teammates uh, here that didn't find out they're in until um, April, May, their senior year of high school. So um, it's kind of, you wait a little bit for some people. But you were earlier, right? If I if I recall, you knew I would say earlier in the process before like the the new year of your of your senior year, right? Yep. Yeah, I was pretty lucky that um, I committed pretty early. I think it was the early summer uh, after my sophomore year, um, so I was ready to get the process going pretty much as soon as um, it opened up for everyone, um, and I was able to make sure that was kind of set in stone pretty early. Yeah, no, what was it? You know, I'm, I'm sure it came down, as you said, between Army and Navy. And uh, what was it that was the difference maker? Uh, it really came down to like Army is they were the first people to reach out. And, um, sure. you know, Coach Foster was awesome. And um, the rest of the guys that recruited me, Coach King, he's at um, Dayton now. You know, they were, yeah. they were great along the way. So. Yep, yep. You mentioned two great coaches there. Um, you know, Coach Foster is uh, is is one of the best. Um, it's pretty cool to play for somebody like that. And uh, you know, I, I I my my hunch is people don't understand how good baseball is at Army. Absolutely. Um, I mean, if anyone's been you know following college baseball, it's pretty easy to see that you know we've been building something pretty special here the past couple years um you know when he first got there it really wasn't a baseball school at all um for a couple years uh and then it took some some growing and you know we've been to three regionals in a row um won the conference three years in a row and um you know it's not an easy thing to do on any conference so um i mean you can find great baseball you know in the northeast and um, Army is definitely one of those places. Yep, they've been one of kind of a handful of schools that have really sort of proven that beyond the the conference level, you know, recent years, and, and not not even necessarily going to a regional and winning, but going and you know competing with with some of the best, you know, whether it was Texas Tech last year, or you know, or or some of the you know NJIT winning a game in regionals last year, you know Fairfield winning a game in regionals last year. So I mean, teams from the area have done, you know, well lately. It's not, you know, it's it, it it's not going to be what it is in other places. But but I would say it's there's a toughness here still up here that I Absolutely. think you know. Uh, so so one thing about academy life is. And we're going back a few years, but your summer between senior year of high school, freshman year of college wasn't the same as most people's, I guess, right? No, no. Uh, I mean, I, I was lucky I had about a month between graduation and then showing up. Uh, it's called our day, reception day uh, here at school. Um, where I mean, or something like that or close to it. Yeah, yeah. Mine was on July 1st. Um, I know like last year was like July 3rd, um, but I was pretty lucky that I got to spend some time with my friends and I played Legion ball for a little bit. Um, and that was great over in Lawrence. Um, yeah. And then you show up for, for six weeks. Um, and it's, you know, physically it's really not that bad if I had to, you know, 
tell people how it how it really is it's just you know being away from everyone for six weeks and um, not having your phone and you know it's more mentally challenging I think than, than physically challenging but yeah I, say, I, I think I'm, I'm I'm in a group of people who couldn't go without their phone for like six <laughs> minutes six weeks you know I think there's more that group is growing I think by the by the day yeah. Um, what was, so that was, you know, that was like your introduction, quote unquote, week that, that most people have, right? It's not quite the same, but, you know, one of the things that, that is interesting to me, and I guess, you know, now you're heading in, or now you're in your, your third year and you're, I guess, an upperclassman now, um, but kind of the, the daily life, right? We've done. Um, we've done a bunch of day in the lives of, of different schools in New Jersey. Um, I get the feeling yours is a little bit different. What, so, why yeah. Take, yeah. Why don't you take us through the typical day in the life West Point and uh, give everybody kind of an understanding, like right from uh, from wake up, uh, wake up call. What, what, what time are we talking about here? Uh, so this morning, today is what we call a modified day. They uh, end class at uh, 1230. So we had a formation at 545 this morning. So I was up this morning at 530. Um, but normal days, I'm up at 630. We got formation, just basically just taking accountability of everybody uh, at 645. Um, get some breakfast after that. Uh, class starts for me every day at 730. Um, I mean, class in summer guard, it's like going back to high school. You pretty much go to class from 730 to three o'clock every day um, with lunch in between. So um, I guess it's kind of good from, from that regard that it's pretty normal. But uh, I have four classes uh, every day. Um, cool thing about my schedule uh, this year is that, so you take, they're called uh, DPE classes, Department of Physical Education. Um, like freshman year, you take boxing, uh, military movement. Uh, last year I took survival swim. Um, this year I'm in combatives right now, which is like uh, combat grappling. Um, so I got that during the day. Um, my class ends for me uh, every day at three o'clock. Um, go right from there to, to practice at 3.30. Um, and then in season, we're usually scrimmaging four days a week um, in the fall. Um, we're out of season now, so we're in like the eight hour week. So um, it really depends. If it's nice out, we'll get to throw on the field. Um, if it's not, we have, it's called Foley Indoor Athletic Center, big indoor football field that we're real lucky to have here. Um, we'll head up there at night and then bang out some homework and do it all again the next day. So you get into a like, nice little, little rhythm. I was going to say, you like getting into that routine pretty quickly? Is that, I mean, I know it probably was challenging at the beginning so much, and it, it still is a lot, but you kind of get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think so. Like, uh, yeah, I was talking to my parents a couple weeks ago. Uh, I probably had a chance to come home for a little bit, but I said like, I'm in a nice little rhythm here. You don't really want to break it. I think a lot of people here are in that same boat where, you know, you get into a nice little roll and I just kind of ride it until, until break. It's kind of yeah. what I did, uh, this fall. You, you mentioned earlier that, that, you know, one of the things that you noticed was, you know, a lot of guys kind of similar mentality that, that you have. And that was one of the things that was appealing to you. What would you describe that as? I mean, what do you see like you've got to be to be successful at, a, at, a, at an academy school? 
Um, you see a lot of people that are pretty driven, um, not just academically or militarily or athletically, just in general. Um, you know, you're not surrounded by the kind of people that, you know, have trouble, you know, getting to class or um, getting to practice. Uh, you don't really have that here, really. Um, someone misses a class because they, you know, forgot to set their alarm, um, not because they're bumming out on class. So um, just those kinds of people that, you know, they really take ownership of, of what they do. Um, that's been great. I mean, I think that's what makes the culture on our team so special is that we have, you know, 35 guys that are exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably not the 35 most talented or um, 35 most physically gifted, but, you know, we have 35 like tough kids on the team. And um, I think that really has brought us a long way. Is, is that where it, it helps, you know, you guys that, that really everybody's got the mentality of, you know, you can't be successful without being able to support each other, you know, kind of fully and commit to each other fully. And that kind of 35 guys, one heartbeat that, that other teams may, and I'm not saying there's never any, uh, you know, drama or personality conflicts. It can't, I mean, 35 male athletes, there's going to be competitors, but, but the ability to kind of put that aside and, and really unite as a team in in everything you're doing. Right. You know, that's Mm got to be like one kind of special sauce that, that, that the Academy schools have that, that, you know, the, the bigger, you know, schools that might be able to recruit a, a, you know, a, a wider group doesn't have. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's going off what you said about, you know, some competing um, personalities. Um, you know, guys like guys here, they have no problem holding each other accountable. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's water under the bridge and it goes the same way for the coaching staff. And um, like, it's not a, you know, sunshine and rainbows all the time program, like coach gets on her ass and, um, guys aren't afraid to, you know, get after it with each other and compete. And, you know, I think, again, like guys are tough enough that they don't take it personally. Um, you know, whenever that happens, everyone knows it's because, you know, people are holding each other accountable. It's got to be because you're also fighting for the bigger cause. I mean, if you do that in, in you know, if you can't, if you don't have the ability to do that in an actual battle, the consequences are a lot higher. Mm-hmm. You know, so that ability is going to carry over to, to sports, I'm sure, you know, you would think. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's caught on a bit in the family and, and we'll uh, we'll have younger brother on in our in our month of Buker a little closer to, to Christmas. Um, but when you go, you know, Brendan and, and we should say your, your brother, Brendan, who's a junior at Notre Dame now is going to, uh, to VMI in, in a couple of years. Um, does he ever ask you for like, uh, some of that, that stuff that you've learned ahead of time, you know, teach him some moves, things like that. Uh, we talk about it. He's, uh, he's very independent and, uh, you know, I, I'm super proud of him, you know, yeah. um, it was one of the like happier days of, you know, my life, like learning that, you know, he's going off to college. It's probably pretty unbelievable for me, actually. Um, you know, I told my friends here, like, I think it's crazier that, he's a junior in high school and you know, I'm a junior in college. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talk about it and he definitely like um, reached out to me. Um, must've been like mid October um, after he visited down there and kind of asked for my take on it. And you know, I gave him, gave him my two cents and 
you know, I'm really looking forward to, you know, supporting him there and, you know, seeing what he does because um, it's a great opportunity for him. And neither one of you are the biggest, right? I mean, you're, no. you're talking about if we're, if we're being nice, five nine, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. That's very nice. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> baseball height. Although I guess Army is one of the schools that wouldn't lie and put baseball height. <laughs> um, but you've always thrown hard, right? I mean, that was, uh, you know, that was something at a young age that that you were just kind of gifted with, or I mean, what's the yeah, yeah. I mean, I always had a pretty good arm. Um, you know, freshman year of high school, I threw probably 80 miles per hour. My sophomore year, I was probably mid-80s. And um, I made a pretty big jump going into my junior year that I think helped me a lot. Um, and then by the time I got up here to school, I, you know, really got more physical. I think that's the, the biggest thing. And, you know, my game that um, changed my first way in here, I was 150 pounds. Um, strength coach here in not a very nice way said you better start eating um, and I did and um, you know I really uh, not to say I didn't take the weight room seriously in high school but um, I really started to put the pieces together um, and I was able to you know not only throw a little harder um, my freshman and sophomore years here um, I was able to sustain that for longer and yeah definitely and changed uh, changed how I threw and, and I think, I think you're right, first of all, but I think you're right in that high school series and, and D1 college series are two entirely different things, right? Yep. Um, you are how much now? What do you weigh now? Uh, like 175. Right. And, yeah. and that's not, that's not 25 pounds of like when I put on 25 pounds, <laughs> 25 pounds of legit weight. And what are you, uh, what are you topping out at now and what are you able to maintain into, you know, as, as a starter into late innings? Yeah, right now I'm like 88 to 91. Um, and then into the late innings, I was pretty good about, about holding that up. I was probably 86 to 88 last year when I'd go, you know, five, six, seven, eight innings. Um, so that's better. Yeah, and it's a, you know, You've also been one to kind of like messing with hitters' timings with your uh, with your motion too. Yeah. Uh, how did that start? And and now is it just you kind of like perfected a little bit and really mess with everybody's head? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we played a travel tournament, like the World Series tournament. Um, I was lucky enough. The travel team I played for was pretty legit. Um, we were down at that uh, tournament in uh, Atlanta. Uh, we played the Banditos, and they had a pitcher. He's at the University of Texas now. Um, his name was uh, Sammy Faltine, and we faced him, and he was big about um, getting the ball, getting on the rubber, and throwing. And I remember, like, as a hitter, how much it pissed me off. Um, and he kind of – he he had my number that day. And, uh, you know, I wondered, like, wow, like, that was really uncomfortable. Um, maybe I should try that. Um, and I did. And, you know, it wasn't really like a – I don't know what it was just being quick. Like I didn't like to waste time. I'd like to just get on the rubber and throw. Um, and it was never meant to be like, um, like tricking people or um, like surprising people, you know, they were always in the box and yeah, they were always in the box and they were ready to go. And, you know, so was I. So um, I know it kind of, I don't know, some people like in college too, 
kids are better about it. They get in the box and they're ready to go. So it speeds up yeah. the, the pace of the game. But in high school, you had kids that tried to take their time and do all this and they get pretty upset about it. But, um, you know, in college now, I mean, speeds up the game, um, gets me in a nice rhythm. Yeah, I was going to say, fielders got to love it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely do. And, um, you know, a lot of guys on our team are the same way. So it's been good for, for the flow of the game and the pace of everything. And um, I think it helps a lot. Sure. Now, what what's the – obviously, this year, next year, and, and you graduate, what's the, the plan that at, at, at this point, the journey look for you after graduation? Oh, man. Um, so the baseline, everyone has to serve five years active right. duty um, after graduating. Um, and you have unless a choice of – Unless you're six five, three hundred, and play football and go right to the NFL, right? And even yeah. then, then it's modified, but but yep. you're not. So you've got the five years coming. Yep. Um, we actually have a couple guys uh, playing pro ball now that are uh, getting a wave. So maybe I just got to throw a little harder and put up some better numbers, and you know maybe I'll have that in my future. But uh, right now it's looking like um, you know I'm going to do five years, maybe a little more. Um, you get to choose one of 17 branches um, to do. So uh, I'm really not entirely sure what I want to do militarily, but if I had to pick today, I'd probably say field artillery or infantry are my top two right now. Um, and then after that, you know, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, it's interesting now going through the whole branching process to, you know, yeah. it, gets pretty, it gets pretty real. Um, not to say, um, you're not constantly surrounded by, by the military, you know, every day when you're here, but um, to have to start to learn about what the different branches are and, you know, where the different posts are and um, the organization of the, the operational army um, and where you fit into that, I think, you know, it really starts to get pretty serious. Like, all right, you know, it's what I'm doing after school and um, this is what I'm going to be a part of. So, Career aspirations beyond uh, beyond that, or what's uh, the ultimate plan in your in your mind? I'm not really sure yet. I'm really because um, you know you Neither talk to people. I'm, yeah. I'm pushing fifty. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you talk to people here, and you know they say, uh, uh, you know, I wanted to do five and out, and you know, get into whatever. And then you see them, they you know they've been in the army for twenty years. You say, yeah. sir, sir, <laughs> that wasn't a very you know we're very committed to that and they say you know like I fell in love with it and you know it's what people end up doing here I think um and they find that the army is what they want to do for a long time so um we'll see we'll see Robbie Buecher our guest today uh, West Point um army uh third year baseball uh team member um, one of the starters last year on the uh, the Patriot League champions got to pitch in the NCAA tournament against UCLA. What was that experience like? Oh, it was surreal. Because, um, uh, you know, the tournament itself, it's a, a first class, you know, event. And you know, I don't think it gets um, enough coverage, honestly, for uh, as good as an event as it is from the regionals, to the super regionals, to Omaha. Um, it's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, our little our run in the Patriot League was awesome because I mean we were pretty bad to start the season. We were three and eleven um, in our first fourteen games, and to, you know we got hot at the right time and 
um, to be a part of that was something real special. Um, and I think it speaks to, you know, the other guys on the team too, how, you know, we kept plugging away and came away with, with a big, uh, a big win. And, you know, as far as the regionals go, it's, I don't want to say it's a once in a lifetime thing. Cause I think, Hopefully we, got, not. I think we got two more in the bag while I'm here. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully we can pull those out and, you know, string together a couple wins and see what happens. But, uh, you know, it really, it's a surreal experience, you know, because I remember going to, uh, we went to a regional at UVA, me and my dad and my brother, uh, when I was probably in fourth or fifth grade. Um, and just thinking like how cool that was. And then, you know, 10 years later to be a, a part of, you know, the guys in the field, it was, it was awesome. One last question. We'll let you go do, uh, do school things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got to talk about army Navy football, right? I mean, that's, oh yeah. That's, such a huge part of uh, campus life, and uh, that's coming up soon. And you know, I know you went to a couple of games before you were involved in them. But what's it like on the inside that whole Army Navy week, and what's that experience like? And then uh, you know, being in the game as a you know as a one of the students that going to one of the schools versus me, for instance. I think it's just as awesome whether you're you know wearing the long O sitting in the uh the cadet section or whether you're you know in the nosebleeds watching everything from from afar it's uh you know it really is the greatest rivalry in sports and uh you know that whole week here leading up to it you know everyone's thinking about it, everyone's talking about it and uh you know the whole weekend it's a really is a, a whole weekend uh affair you know you get guys from the team they'll get like a house uh, when it was in philly um just hang out with each other for the whole weekend go to the game uh, it's in the Meadowlands now, so uh, we're still trying to solid up some plans, but um, it's great. And then the game itself, you know, just being there and being a part of it, um, you know, it sounds cliche, but it really does, like, you feel, like, pretty special feeling inside. Um, just knowing that, you know, you're a part of something that's been going on for so long, um, it's awesome. And then, obviously, game predictions. Um I think if I, I mean, we're going to, Army's going to win, obviously, but um, if I had to pick a score, um, Army Navy Service Academy unders, very, very popular the past couple of years. Um, so I'm going to go with a low scoring game. I think it's going to be, I'm going to say 24 10. Okay. I'll Army seven, win. I go 17. So, no, you're right. It's probably be a little more than 17, but it, it, they always are low scoring because, they yep. know what they they know what they have to defend. Right? They're the only teams really yep. prepared to defend it, and uh, certainly a lot of uh, you know mutual respect and good hard nosed football. And we're always excited for that. And go Army, beat Navy this year, right? Absolutely. At least for the next couple. Yep. <laughs> Robbie, thank you. We are super proud of you and what you're doing down there. Um, and and obviously, best of uh, luck this year, next year, and beyond. And uh, Get some viewers. We got to beat Baby Brother, right? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. My money's on him. Yeah, we know. We know he's going to do better, but but we don't want to <laughs> tell. Robbie yeah. Buford's our guest, West Point, um, again junior. And uh, thank you for your time today. Good luck on your uh, finishing out this semester, and we'll see everyone next time on Jersey Baseball Show. Uh, thank you very much.